This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about frequency and resonance and the law of attraction. This is something that even if you're not in the spiritual community, you've likely heard of or encountered in one of its many, many forms. And so my job tonight is to talk to you about the law of attraction through the lens of energy and how to start to hone this law in your life. So why is this important? This is important because whether you're aware of it or not, these are the physical rules and laws that govern our universe and govern our physical reality. So whether you like it or not, you're following these rules, so you might as well know what the rules are so you can make them work to your advantage. This is important because if you don't have this information and you're attempting manifestation, you're attempting growth, you're attempting change and healing, it will feel very hard and it'll feel very frustrating because you're not leveraging the way energy is meant to flow. And this is important because knowing how the universe operates helps you connect back into you, helps you connect back into your power so you can live the life you want, not the one that you think you ended up with by default. So let's back up and talk about what is the law of attraction. So the law of attraction is really a philosophy. It's a philosophy that describes this idea that growth and change and healing have to do with frequency and resonance. It's based on the movement of energy. What I love about the law of attraction is that it actually takes into account your emotions. So often we think that emotions are meaningless, they're intrusive accidents, but with the law of attraction, your emotions are actually part of your spiritual guidance system. They are part of the GPS that allows you to know when you're on the right track and when you've strayed too far from alignment with your soul's purpose. In terms of the history of law of attraction, like I said, it's everywhere. It's been around for a long, long time. It's rooted in various philosophical and religious traditions. It's heavily inspired by Hermeticism and Hinduism. It's been talked about in famous books such as Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is from 1937, The Power of Positive Thinking from 1952, uh, If You Love Louise Hay, she often talks about Law of Attraction, her book You Can Heal Your Life, Abraham Hicks, anything written by Abraham or Esther Hicks uh, actually titled The Law of Attraction is all about that. And in the year 2006, you started to see this go mainstream when the movie and the book The Secret came out. And everyone was like, oh, wow, The Secret, this is so cool. But everyone in esoteric traditions was like, yeah, we know. So it was just a matter of this information coming into the mainstream. So most people nowadays, whether they know it or not, have been exposed to or at least have some information about the law of attraction. It's just not often called that, so we often don't know that that's what it is. So since the law of attraction is based on energy and based on frequency and resonance, let's back up a second and talk about what that actually means. So energy exists in waveforms, and depending on how tightly together or loosely apart those waves are depends on the frequency of that energy. Now on the electromagnetic spectrum you have everything from AM and FM radio signals which are very low frequency. That's why they don't go very far. They're not very powerful. They're not that clear. 
You have to be tuned into the exact station to get it, otherwise you're gonna miss it completely. The visible light spectrum is right smack in the middle of the electromagnetic spectrum. So it's got medium frequency wavelengths, and then all the way up to the very end where you have gamma rays and X-ray radiation and radioactive elements where what makes that energy so volatile is the fact that it's very high frequency. Its waves are very, very, very tight together. So that presupposes what is a wave? Think about when you're looking at the ocean or looking at a lake or even in a bathtub. A wave is made up of an up and a down, to put it simply. The up is the crest, the down is the trough, and from one top to one top is one wavelength. So when we're measuring frequency, what we're actually measuring is the number of wave cycles, wavelengths, per unit of time. So obviously the tighter those waves are together, the higher the frequency, and the farther apart they are, the lower the frequency. Now, every single physical system and object in our universe, or known universe, I should clarify, has a frequency that is naturally inherent to it. And this is called its resonance frequency or just its resonance. So the resonance is just the frequency at which something vibrates normally. We know from physics that energy interacts with energy in predictable waves. If you have two waves and the tops line up where those two tops hit each other, they will amplify. If you have the top of one wave hit the bottom of another, they cancel each other out and it flatlines. Anyone who's ever tried to set up a surround sound system knows that there's always a dead spot. If you've ever used noise-canceling headphones, that's how it works. It causes an inverse wave, the opposite phase wavelength of what you're listening to, so that it cancels it out. Because energy reacts with energy in a specific way, your resonance interacts with its environment in very predictable ways. So when you match the resonance of an object, if you match it perfectly, you can change the wavelength so much that you can either negate it completely and cancel it out or enhance it. So back to law of attraction. Your emotions have a frequency. The frequency at which you spend most of your time is your resonance. I'm gonna say that one again. The frequency at which you spend most of your time is your resonance. If you spend a lot of time in fear, then your resonance is that of fear. If you spend a lot of your time in reason or love or acceptance, then over time that frequency becomes your resonance. So because energy vibrates at certain frequencies and because emotions vibrate at certain frequencies, your overall resonance is determined by the emotional state you spend the most time in. Which is why on the healing journey, I always giggle when someone says that doesn't resonate with me. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> resonance is the frequency of where you are at. Where you are at is never gonna be where you want to be. Therefore, you're never going to actually resonate with growth and change. It's always going to be two different wavelengths interacting. That's why it feels so feely. Yay. So in order to grow and change, you must change your frequency to match the resonance of the new space you want to inhabit. If you're continuing to resonate at the frequency of anger and disappointment, then joy is literally inaccessible to you. If you want to raise your resonance to that of love, you cannot get there while always feeling the resonance of fear. And because this requires a complete change in your vibrational frequency, it's not going to feel comfortable. It's not going to feel comfortable. Something that is very important when it comes to law of attraction, it's important to know that neediness in any form 
is inherently repellent. You cannot vibrate at the resonance of abundance and love if you're feeling a neediness for these things, because if you are experiencing a lack of these things, then your, your resonance is that of lack. Neediness is always based from a place of lack and of fear. If you are spending a lot of time in neediness, you are spending a lot of time in the frequency of fear. Therefore, your resonance is a fear. Neediness is not in vibrational harmony with love. We get that wrong in codependency and Hallmark movies a lot. <laughs> but this is why it repels people. So how to actually start changing your resonance, how to change your frequency so that your resonance improves over time. You don't have to actually try to change your mind on a specific thought. So if you're having a specific thought that's creating a negative emotion in your body, you don't have to try to change that thought. You don't have to go from, I'm a terrible person, I hate myself, to I'm wonderful and amazing. But you can choose a better feeling thought, even if it's not related to that actual event. And I love, I listen to a lot of Abraham and Esther Hicks podcasts, and they talk a lot about this idea of feeling a better thought. And they say it doesn't have to be related to what you're thinking about. So let's say you're upset about not getting the job you wanted. And so your frequency is one of disappointment. How do you change that? Well, you can't go right up to, oh, okay, no problem. It's, it's a path and a journey to acceptance, not a jump overnight. That's why, that's what spiritual bypassing is. You can, however, choose to focus on something that does make you feel better. Play a song that you love. I like to think about trees. Trees are my happy place. So I can't get from I hate myself to I love myself. I can get from I hate myself to trees. So choosing a better feeling thought is the first step to changing your frequency and your resonance. When it comes to the law of attraction, it breaks down into three main laws. Rule number one, like attracts like. Your beliefs determine your emotional state and therefore your frequency. I'm going to say that one again. Your beliefs determine your emotional state and therefore your frequency. If you believe that you are worthless, that is going to impact your emotional state. And your emotional state is what determines your frequency and therefore your resonance. Your goal is to match your resonance to the frequency you want. Joy attracts joy. Fear attracts fear. This is why when we do candle work in the energy world, if you have been in circle where we've done that, or if you've taken my online course, you know that once you have drawn the sigil on the candle or anointed it with oil or doing any of those things, let's say you want to bring abundance into your life. I usually have you hold the candle, close your eyes, and imagine all the ways you already have abundance in your life. Let's say you want to manifest love into your life. The way to get it into your life is not by focusing on the fact that you don't have it. Remember, neediness will not bring you what you want. So you need to get into the vibration of love. Well, how do you do that? I promise you, if you want to attract romantic love into your life, that's one kind of love. And I promise you that everyone has some kind of love in their life. Self-love, love of your favorite snack. All the ways that you have love in your life, focus on that. That will get you into the emotion of love. That will raise your frequency and your resonance up to love. And from there, you can attract love. Because like attracts like. You cannot stay in, oh, I can't, I have no 
money. Look at all the, I have so much evidence that I have no money. Look at my bank accounts. You can't go there and then make a vision board and expect money to show up. You have to get, you have to change your frequency. You have to change your resonance. Rule number two of the law of attraction, nature abhors a vacuum. This is based on laws of thermodynamics. The universe always seeks to fill a space and fill a void. So if you take out a negative thought, you must fill it with a counterbalancing thought. And remember, we want one that is truthful and we want neutral. So if I go from, oh, I'm an idiot, and then ah, trees to get me back into a different energy, well, now I need to put something back in. And so I don't want to say, oh, I'm an awesome person because then I'm lying to myself. We don't want to do that. That is not a good frequency. What we do want to do is get a neutral thought. I'm not yet where I want to be. I can do this. I can find resources. So because nature abhors a vacuum, we always want to make sure that we're not just ignoring negative thoughts, but that we are finding better feeling thoughts and we are putting in a neutral story. And the number three, this one is a really hard one to wrap our head around as little humans. It's that the present is always perfect. Newsflash, the future doesn't exist. We hallucinate, oh, well, this is going to happen. We know that next week I'm going here. And we, in our head, think that means that it's somehow real. But the future doesn't exist. The past doesn't exist. The only thing that actually exists is at this moment, and because this is where it is, it's always perfect. Everything's always working out for you. You're here, which means every feel that came up, every lifey day that came up was perfect. It took you to where you are right now. It's always unfolding perfectly. To experience anything else than that truth is to change your resonance to one of lack, which will then attract more of the same. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that the law of attraction is about giving you back your full power and control to create your reality, which, yeah, means you have to take full responsibility for your experience and does not mean that if you have one negative thought, you screwed yourself. I have people do that all the time. They call me up. They're like, I was in this frequency of love and then I had this bad thought. Does that mean that I just ruined all my hard work? No, just get back into that frequency. Your resonance is where you spend the most time. That doesn't presuppose that you spend all your time there because you are human. Remember that you cannot get there from here. You can't jump from shame and sadness all the way up to joy in a single leap. But you can choose a better feeling thought to recalibrate your resonance over time. All of those of you who are impatient and holla, you're going to hate that one. <laughs> I sure do. And remember that lying to yourself is not the goal. You want to choose a better feeling thought and it still has to be one that you believe. That's why I like trees or kittens. Doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having, kittens make everything better. And then once I'm in this better place, from that perspective, do you think I'm more likely to find answers to my problem and solutions and resources when I'm in the vibration of the problem or when I'm thinking about kittens and in a better vibration? Get yourself into a better vibration and then from there, find resources, solve problems. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Playing with these laws, knowing that you can actually change your life based on changing your beliefs, changing your thoughts, moving energy, playing with these laws is wonderfully powerful and also going to bring up some feels for some of you. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that takes you to the next step. 
And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. I recently heard an interview and the woman talked about when we're with law of attraction, when you're trying to attract something into your life, like money or whatever, the mistake that people make is that they think it's outside of themselves. Yes. But it's not. It's it's not outside of us. We just need to learn how to allow to receive it in and to be a conduit. And so that's really what switching your resonance is. Because when you switch your resonance, then you're opening yourself up to be a conduit for whatever to flow in, whether it's money or love or whatever the thing is that you're wanting. That's already there in the now and in your life but you're just not allowing it so it's just a different way of saying like exactly what you said so it's it's absolutely true this is why i say where in your life do you already have abundance you already Mm -hmm. have abundance you know maybe the only abundance is i have an abundance of pens in my desk that's abundance focus on that i have an abundance of paper clips everyone has an abundance of something you can focus on so you already have abundance in your life Tap into it, become aware of it, activate it. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. Take control of your spiritual journey to attain a new level of understanding and connection to yourself and the people in your life. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. Together, we'll learn how to cultivate our inner compass to enable us to walk our path with grace and ease. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after, I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle, C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.